Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of Walmart. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Brandon Ezra, founder and CEO of Brand Welcome, a leading vacation rental management franchise. And the vacation rental segment is looking stronger than ever, over $13 billion in 2018, with a projected annual growth rate of 7.2%. And Grand Welcome is capitalizing on this growing trend. We're going to talk to Brandon about that in just a moment. Grand, stick around. Yep, let's go. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Brandon Ezra, the founder and CEO of Grand Welcome, the leading vacation rental management franchise. And the vacation rental segment is looking stronger than ever, over $13 billion in 2018, with a projected annual growth rate of 7.2%, and Grand Welcome is capitalizing on the growing trend. Hi, Brandon. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you for having me on. Uh, this is my pleasure, Brandon. Real quick to ask, where are you calling from this morning, Brandon? I'm calling from Southern California. Our, um, our, uh, we have an office in uh, Torrance. Oh, nice. And it's always nice in Southern California, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Actually, our, our franchise office, funny enough, is in Incline Village, Nevada. So we're, uh, oh, we have okay. different subsidiaries and offices all over the place. We've been, um, we're right now we're in 16 cities, and we manage wow. over 700 vacation rentals. Wow. That's and terrific. I was going to say, Brad, you have an amazing history, too. I mean, you know, um, the organization Grand Welcome has been around, I think it's over a decade now. I mean, maybe, you know, you can kind of, you know, go back to the beginning and talk a little bit about, you know, the, the catalyst for this whole concept, because I think it's very interesting. Sure. Well, look, I mean, the catalyst for the concept, um, and yeah, I've been in the industry from the very early days when, when Verbo, VRBO was mm. around, and right. Airbnb and those guys honestly weren't even a thought. And, you know, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, and it's it's grown tremendously. So there's really been some awesome stuff that's gone right. on in the industry in the last couple of years. Um, so yeah, the interesting thing is it's it's a it's a massive industry and it's primarily mom and pop operated. So like the biggest, if you take all the biggest companies in the industry and you combine them, it only makes up about two or three percent of the entire industry's revenue, right? Wow, and so right. E- even today, after everything that's happened with with all the big players. Um, most of the properties being managed, vacation properties, are by relatively small operators, generally mom mm-hmm. and pop, right? Right, right. And the industry, so like, so many years ago, I got into it. I saw the opportunity to scale the to, to scale the business, and the, the only way I thought back then to do it was to start buying companies. So I've grown organically, and I've also acquired around sixteen companies in the last two or three years, right? Mm-hmm. And right. What that led me to to find out was that the approach was 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 not ultimately correct because mm-hmm. it's such a mom and pop industry. It was perfect for franchising. Right. It's uh, it, it's very localized. It's a very um, high touch type industry. And you know, if if the entire industry is really predominantly run by mom and pop local operators, then mm-hmm. Why, why try and change that? Like, why try right. and break the mold? Right. And so that's, that that's how we got here. And that's, that was our methodology. And, and trust me, we've, we've tried everything and we've been very successful. But, you know, we, we ultimately don't want to land up in 16 cities. We want to land up in 1,600 cities. And of course. We, we feel franch, franchising is the best way to go. That's fantastic. When you're meeting with someone for the first time, Brandon, um, you know, like let's say it was at a franchise show and someone came up to your booth, but how do you typically describe Grand Welcome to a, a prospective franchisee? Sure. It's a vacation rental management franchise. And mm-hmm. We help you build a vacation rental inventory of properties to manage, and we handle all the heavy-duty lifting on the back end, all the revenue management. We supply all the technology. We do all the reservations. So it's a plug-and-play turnkey franchise for vacation properties. 
That's great. And how do you do your franchisees? I mean, do they work from home? Do they need an office brand? And how does that work? Uh, well, I mean, they certainly can have an office, but it's definitely not required. So right. we right. have a number of locations that actually don't have offices, and we and you just don't need it. Um, right. Exactly. We use yeah, exactly. And you know, we use home automation, digital locks, um, digital thermostats uh, for entry. Uh, digital locks, obviously, being for the entry part. And right. so, if you're running a franchise locally. I would say unless you've got a larger inventory of properties, an office is really a luxury and is, is right. not required because you're really never going to have a guest coming to your office. It just doesn't happen, right? Right, right. And right. the property owners, 99 out of 100 times, want to meet you at their, at their property. They don't want to mm -hmm. come to an office either. So that would make sense. Absolutely. And this business too, I mean, it's it certainly, I guess, technology has played a, a, a big role in your business, Brandon. I, I, how does the organization use technology? I mean, we, we use it across the board. So we have a yeah. property management system. We'll supply the franchisee, which helps to automate cleaning vendors, maintenance vendors, um, integrates directly with Airbnb and HomeAway and Verbo and, and Booking.com real time and an and integrates with all the vendors I'll work with. Uh, they can pay their homeowners every month directly out of the system through ACH. Mm -hmm. um, and the entire thing's automated. So really uh, their entire world is really sitting on one program and one login and right. it fully automates their entire business. That's terrific. You're listening to Franchise Interviews, and we're speaking today with Brandon Ezra. And Brandon is the founder and CEO of Grand Welcome, the leading vacation rental management franchise. And this is not a, a small industry, Brandon. We kind of mentioned it um, early in the show, but uh, how big is the industry? And it seems like there's a lot of growth in it as well, isn't there? Yeah, there is. So the industry in just in the U.S. alone is around $40 billion, just a shy of $40 billion. It's growing around 7% or 8% a year currently right now. Um, you know, and that's just industry metrics. So far as investments right. go, it's received enormous amounts of investments over the last few years because bigger companies are realizing how lucrative it is. Uh, you've got Marriott, right. who just got into the game. Um, you've got um, other companies that recently have received hundreds of millions of dollars of funding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of them, you know, they're all using a top-down approach, right? Big right. dollars at the top, and they let it trickle down to the bottom, and they have a lot of employees. And we decided to, to flip that upside down and give the control and give a lot of the, the wealth generation to the franchisees as opposed to the right. big private equity companies or you know, large investors. Um, so you know, f for more than just practical reasons <clears throat> about having a local business owner run a, a business, which we think is the way to go, um, mm -hmm. on an economical level, Dasa makes a lot more sense as well. You've been doing this, uh, uh, Grand Welcome, since uh, 2008, Brandon. Uh, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since launching Grand Welcome? I mean, I'm sure you probably have hundreds of stories, but does anything stand out over the last decade? Sure. Uh, I've, I've lost most of my hair. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so, you know, so that's it's... common it's, look today. Uh, anyway. that's, that's <laughs> exactly. I think I look better without hair. Um, <laughs> so... It's uh, you know it's been it's been a ride. I mean it's been a heck of a roller coaster. The industry has changed so much in the last ten twelve years, <clears throat> and I think what's what's really happened with me is it's solidified my strong belief that the first real international brand in this industry 
that you could really say is in a couple thousand locations will be created using franchising. So there's other big players out there doing this, and they're putting a boatload of cash in there. But really, I truly believe, and and that's what the last 10 years have taught me, and we've tried it all. And, And obviously, besides just being profitable and operationally good and, you know, just having everything dialed in the way a successful business should, the, the strategy to get there is, has really been solidified over the last couple of years. What types of characteristics do you look for in your franchisees? I mean, when you're sitting down with a prospective franchisee brand, what's, what's important to you? You, you know, it's, well, it's like any business owner. You know, you've you got to have mm-hmm. grit and determination to want to succeed. So you're not just arriving at a job and, you know, in some cases just getting through the day and collecting a paycheck. You're really going to want to go out there grow your business, and, when, and it really is your business you're growing, right? Right. You, you definitely want to, I think, you know, someone who's more focused on the sales side and maybe secondarily operational sort of competency would be, would be a good characteristics to have. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> collaborative is super important. So, you know, we're, we're obviously a franchise. Being collaborative is really a smart way to go. Right. Uh, as right. I said, we use a kind of a, a bottom-up approach. So people that want to run off and do their own thing should just start their own business. Sure. And uh, there's no, certainly nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, but we're really looking for team players and people who want to plug into a larger family and, and build something great. Right. That makes a lot of sense. What's the, the training like then, Brandon? I mean, once you decide you do indeed, you like them, they like you, and they do want to become a franchisee, where does the training take place and, and what's included in the training? Yeah, so we're you know we'll have training in our in our headquarters, right? Um, and right. Uh, that'll be kind of more in you know sort of uh, in office training, and then we'll do that for about a week, and then we'll have another week mm-hmm. where we want the franchisee to go to a location and get trained at the location and and right. learn how things happen on the ground, and then ultimately we want <clears throat> we want to come to the franchisee's location and practically see what they're doing and kind of help them through. Right some some bumps in the road and sure you know that that's just the basic training but our our um commitment with all our franchisees as as it would be for any of our existing territories would be to make sure that they're successful and really do whatever it takes so training is just what's going to happen and it's going to happen in a really great environment but ultimately outside of training as well any supplements that the franchisee needs you know, we're totally committed to helping them and, and make sure it, it works out for them. That's great. That's important. So what's a maybe you could describe a, a typical day for our listeners, Brandon, for a, a grand welcome franchisee. I mean, what does it look like? Sure. I mean, look, well, once the franchise is up and running and you've got some property signed up, um, of, of which it's a joint effort, so like we'd, we'll also help with that, So, and we'll, we'll train them on how to do it. Uh, franchisee, right. on a daily basis, will... We'll be overseeing vendors, cleaning vendors to make sure that the properties are being maintained and cleaned. Right. Um, right. If there's any maintenance, <clears throat> excuse me, or wear and tear, they'll mm-hmm. they'll look into that and make sure that that's being fixed and it's, and the property's up to standard. Um, the the volume of maintenance and cleaning will obviously depend on the season, right? So off season, right, of course, super slow and right. you know the beauty of this industry is a lot of areas. You know, six months of the year, you're busy, and six months of the year, you got a lot right. of free time. Sure. Um, and then, obviously, the, the third component locally would be just continue the networking. 
with realtors and vendors right. and people that can put you in front of homeowners to get signed up. So pretty straightforward. That's great. You, in studying your background, Brandon, you know, I mean, you, you seem like you have all the characteristics of, of an entrepreneur. From, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Yeah, I mean, I would just say make sure it's something you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's important yeah. to look at the numbers and the economics and, you know, all franchisees, franchisors rather, are going to paint a really good picture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so do we. Our Atom 19 looks great. Go, go check it out. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be very happy with it. But, right, right. Yeah, but you have to want to do the actual work. You've got to, you've got to be something about the business you really like. You know, mm-hmm. do, you, do you not like being social with people and networking? Then, you know, this wouldn't be for you. Stick to something right, that's more exactly. back office. Sure. Um, and you've got to like, you know, the travel industry. It's definitely a guest service related industry and you've got to be willing right. to work with your guests to keep, make them happy and if you're if you're not happy doing that type of stuff then not for you but i think most people you know don't seem to have a problem with, with the vacation industry oh no absolutely yeah no it, it, it's an exciting industry so where do you see grand welcome brandon i mean if you can look into that crystal ball you kind of hinted but you know maybe three to five years down the road yeah, I mean, look, three to five years, we definitely want to have a, a real strong footprint in the U.S., and we definitely want to right. be international as well. So Canada, Central America, South America, Europe, and Asia are most definitely on the books to grow into right. as time goes on. But our right. first focus is the U.S., and, you know, there will be registered in all 50 states, and we'd like to grow a, a substantial inventory in every one of those states. That's great. What's the best way, Brandon, for our listeners to get more information on Grand Welcome? Of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but even the service itself. Are there any websites you can kind of direct them to? Yeah, sure. Uh, Grand Welcome Franchise. Grand as in big. G-R-A-N-D. Welcome Franchise. Simple as that. Dot com. Okay, that's fantastic. And I really enjoyed having you on the show today, Brandon. I'd really like to invite you back as you continue to grow because I think this is a very interesting franchise opportunity. No, awesome. Thanks for the time, guys, and I really appreciate all the good work you're doing. Thanks so much. Thanks. This has been my pleasure, Brandon. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, Go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? 
For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's Great Quote in Franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, which podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews a very long time now, and during the years we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today you're going to get to hear from Warren Gracious, and Warren has appeared on our show or our podcast three times up to this point. And he's in the Hall of Fame of Speakers, and he gives some really great advice to aspiring entrepreneurs before they start their business. Listen to what Warren said. Yeah, uh, Warren, uh, one, one of the areas you address when talking about entrepreneurship is the importance of disability insurance, uh, health savings accounts, and health insurance. Uh, I know my father-in-law was in the, uh, had his own um, insurance business in New York City, and, um, and he always talked about the importance of disability insurance. So maybe talk about those couple things a little bit for uh, entrepreneurship. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the thing about disability insurance, a couple of things about it. First, it's a must. It must if you're going to own your own business. Remember, one, one of the big problems with owning your own business as opposed to working for a company is that you don't have a safety net. You know, when you work for somebody else, when you, especially when you work for a large company, they're going to supply you with health insurance. They're going to supply you with disability policy. They're also probably going to supply you with a small life insurance policy. But the second you leave that company, all that stuff is gone. 
And you're really going to need that disability insurance. And God forbid something happens to you and you're unable to work. Essentially, you're out of business. Well, disability insurance is going to give you an income. Now, remember something about disability insurance. Here's the important thing to remember. You cannot get disability insurance if you do not already have an income. And if you're first starting your own business, you're not going to have an income. So what I did was I knew I was going to go into my own business. So while I was working for somebody else and was making an income, I started buying disability insurance. Right. While you're working, you must, you know, the whole thing about starting a business, if you're not planning ahead before you get into that business, don't go into business. You know, that's why I saved my money. That's why I bought disability insurance. I had disability insurance when I went into business because I knew once I started for the first few years, I wasn't going to be able to buy any more because I didn't have an income. I wasn't paying myself. Right, right, right. Now, so, so when you're working, buy as much as you If you know you're going to go into your own business, if you have any desire or plans to do it, buy as much as you can. You know, insurance companies will only give you as much as your income allows. You know, you can't buy as much as you want. They, they judge it according to the amount of income you have coming in. Now, once my speaking business started to take off, and my, every time my income rose, I bought more disability insurance. Right. I got a ton of disability insurance. God forbid anything ever happens to me, I've got a nice income coming in every single month. Now, once I hit 65, uh, I'm not going to need it anymore. Uh, and they're not going to give it to me anymore either. Uh, the other thing about health savings accounts, you know, as a small business owner, uh, you, you're going to get really destroyed by health insurance. The premiums are, are, are monstrous. The right. costs are ridiculous. But you've got to have it. You can't afford to get sick. And you can't afford to let hospital and doctor bills put you out of business. Right. For, right. for years, I had uh, health accounts, uh, health insurance that were killing me. But, you know, when the health savings accounts came out, I realized and I went to somebody, you know, I always had a good insurance agent. That's another thing. You know, there's a lot of things you should skimp on as a small business owner. Watch your pennies. Watch your, watch your overhead. You know, things like long-distance telephones, you know, cell phone, plan, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, overhead, watch it. But the one thing you don't want to skimp on is expert advice. You've got to have a good lawyer, a good accountant, and a good insurance agent. You know, those people... Don't worry about paying them. You, you know, if you're gonna don't say don't look to skimp on an accountant, a lawyer, or an insurance agent because you're gonna end up with a crummy one, and a crummy one is gonna cost you more than what you're paying out. So get good people. I have a great agent, and and he advised me on the health savings accounts, found me someone to work with, and now I have a health savings account for my business. You know, it's a low premium, high deductible plan with great tax deductibility in it. It's the greatest tool for a very small business. And I'm a big believer in that. You should also have life insurance. You know, when you're in your own business, you want to protect your family, you need life insurance. But I cannot emphasize enough planning ahead and buying disability while you're still working and making a good income before you start your business. Because then at least you're giving yourself some sort of safety net. Don't allow catastrophic things beyond your control to put you out of business. Right. Such an important uh, point you bring up, especially something like disability insurance. No one's going to think of that. You know, no one thinks of themselves as getting sick. Everyone's trying to stay positive, starting a new business. But you, you know, got to set yourself up across the board, starting a business. Just not things like this. Putting together a business plan and sure. ca- calculating how long you can go. Uh, you know, before you make a salary. And, and, and I'll tell you something: you're more likely to get hurt than you are to die. Right. Sure. So disability insurance is very important. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, that's what my father-in-law told me. It's it's. it's just as important, if not more, than having life insurance. Absolutely, and I have both. I, I mean, I've, I spe- a big part, <laughs> I spend a lot of overhead every year on insurance. Life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care insurance, health insurance, 
uh, liability insurance. I, I, I am insured up the gazoo. It's expensive, but you have to have it. Right. Uh, Warren, the next question is, what, what advice do you give to an aspiring entrepreneur uh, who doesn't have a background in sales? Uh, you know, someone who's Get one. not as good as Get one. and I. Get one. Get right. one. All right? I don't care if you don't have a background in sales. No one believes in you, your products, your services, and what you do more than you do. Right. I agree. You know, everybody wants to hire someone to sell for them. Well, let me tell you something. If you're starting out a new business, I don't care how good the salesperson you hire is, they're not going to do much business. And if they're not going to do much business, they're not going to make any money. If they're not going to make any money, they're going to leave you. Right. You're going to quit. You're, you're the head of sales and marketing. Be the head of sales and marketing. If you don't know how to sell, learn how to sell. Buy the books. Go to seminars. Listen to podcasts. Listen to audio. Uh, you know, listen to CDs. Uh, watch DVDs, whatever it is. Get all the sales information you can and put it into practice. Become an expert in sales because, you know, no one can sell who you are and what you do better than you can because no one believes in who you are and what you do more than you do. And I'll tell you what, you really think in your first couple of years in business you're going to get a salesperson who's going to really believe in who you are and what you do? I don't think so. So learn how to sell. And even when you get to the point where you can afford to hire salespeople who can do a good job for you. If you'd like to hear that whole show with Warren Gresham, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews listed alphabetically page, go to Warren Gresham, and you'll find three different sets of interviews uh, we did with Warren over the years. And again, he's just a fantastic interviewee and lastly we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big hit we never thought that when we released the great quotes and franchising podcast it would become almost just as big as our regular podcast so we want to thank everyone for that and keep listening to the show and we'll see you again soon with another edition of great quotes and franchising from franchise interviews take care everyone franchise interviews from eastern pennsylvania to sydney australia you're listening to franchise interviews Franchise Interviews.